G'day trail runners, welcome to episode 28 of the Trail Runners Experience. So on today's episode, I get to sit down with Peter Bice. Now Peter is a local South Australian trail runner who is fairly new to the scene, but in a very short time, um, Peter has really proven himself to be a fantastic and methodical runner. Um, we talk about all things that he, in his running career and where he hopes to go in the future. So I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, before we jump into the episode entirely, don't forget that if you haven't tried Infinite Nutrition, I highly suggest that you do. Uh, if you use the discount code DRU, if you buy some at checkout on their website, infinitenutrition.com, uh, you will get a discount. And it is really good stuff for fueling for races or for all endurance endurance races, triathlons, um, long distance running, ultras, you name it. Um, Infinite's the way to go. So anyway, sit back and enjoy the show. Radio, welcome to episode 28 of the Trail Runners Experience. Where I'm joined today with the one and only uh, Peter Bice. Welcome, Peter. Thank you. Thanks very much for having me. No worries. Um, so, Peter, you're a um, fairly new to running. Um, we'll just jump straight in. Maybe you could tell us a little bit about who you are and how you came to be a runner. Yeah, no worries. So, um, you know, I. Um, have always been involved in sport and I've loved lots of different aspects of sport over the years. Never taken anything particularly seriously, um, but it's kept me pretty fit um, and perhaps without realising kept me um, mentally fit. Um, In terms of the running, I, after doing cycling and triathlon for quite some years, um, I turned to the running side of things, I was really enjoying it, finding it was, um, yeah, it was sort of cathartic, especially to get away from things uh, on the trails, and um, it's actually what probably shifted my attention to focusing solely on the trails was um, uh, some issues relating to mental health, um, which were very close to me, and I was perhaps starting to suffer myself um, in just dealing with day-to-day things and work and family and everything all together. So um, it became a ritual on a Sunday to hit uh, uh, Chambers Gully uh, and get out and uh, run with the butterflies. Very nice. Yeah, the monarch butterflies, Uh, the the orange ones or brown, yeah. Yes. Beautiful. And Chambers, it's like, um, it's a bit of a highway on a Sunday, you know, you get a lot of people going through there. Beautiful. And did that help the mental health? Yeah, absolutely. Um, So that was that. That's sort of where where it really began. And then I realised I was really enjoying it. And then thought, ah, look, I might get out there and actually do a do a race. Um, And so in 2016, I reckon it was, I went out there and and did my first race and thought, wow, that was really cool. And you know, what a great bunch of people. And yeah. And did you surprise yourself at all? Like, did you? I yeah. did, I did. Um, I was somewhere in the top 20, which was a real surprise. Um, yeah. Uh, but, um, and then that's when I suppose I thought, you know, after sort of just thinking about 
you know, how can I improve? And that's been a focus of all aspects of my life. I'm always sort of looking at, you know, what can I do better? And uh, that would have been then when I reached out and contacted you. Contacted me? Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure if you remember that. That I was do. 2016, my was first that? ever technical coaching at Ambers. Right, yeah. We, you, you nice, nice, me. nice of you to ease me into it, yeah. Just slammed me on the downhills, wasn't it? Was, was it downhill running we were doing? Correct. Yeah, I remember I, you came out for a session and I remember it was a really hot morning. It was early in the morning and, um, yeah, just out of the blue, this guy named Peter Bice messaged me and I guess at that point didn't know you but now you're quite well known in the running community I mean you probably might not think so but you're I'd say you're a minor celebrity you've had some pretty amazing well you know as much celebrity as one gets in the Adelaide trail running community um, you know you, people know that you're a, a pretty decent runner now and I think probably that that your commitment to uh, improving yourself and so so those those downhill sessions they helped did they oh the my god session? yeah um, yeah. firstly very kind of you to say but um that was fantastic. That that's, I mean, you'd have to say that downhilling is actually now by far my strength. And uh, yeah, right. the fact that at the end of last year, after UTA 22 and all the UTA events, I still had some downhill top 10 Strava segments with Vlad Sharov, Courtney Atkins, and Lucy yeah. Bartholomew Smobrick. That blew me away. Amazing. And so that is all credit to you, my friend. Oh, well, thank you. Oh, there you go. That's amazing. No, that, you, 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 you know, I can only point you in the right direction. And whether you actually, you know, it's, you probably do it better than I, you probably do it better now um, than I could have instructed you anyway. So um, what was I going to say? The um, thing with downhill running is it's, people are more likely to get injured on downhills. You know, you don't really hear of people getting injured running uphill. They get tired, they get, you know, they might vomit, but, you know, in, the most injuries occur, whether it's, it's running downhill, whether, you know, you do, you do something to your knee. Like me, a few weeks ago at Cleland's, you know, I sprained my ankle running down a pretty mild hill because there's so much more impact and you've got the eccentric loading on your muscles. So yeah, technique matters, man. It's like the best swimmer, in the, in, the, in the swimming pool, you know, I always use swimming as an example, they're not necessarily the one that is the most powerful, they or the most, you know, with the best lung capacity, they could be, it, technique matters, you know, like, um, and you know, you look at that in, at the top end of any racing, um, in marathons and stuff, you know, like there's these guys that, you know, you take the, top, the best marathon in the world, Kipchoge, he's got, yes, he's got, every, all his stats are amazing, he doesn't have the greatest running economy in the world, but what he does, when you, you watch him run, he looks like he's running at five minute Ks. You know, he looks like he's running pretty slow, you know, but he's running at two and a half minute Ks. Yep. You know, like, it's just, so that effortlessness, you know, learning how to flow. And like, that's, that's you know, I think it's a, you know, no one will ever perfect it, but we just go for like certain degrees of imperfection, yeah. So anyway, that's a little sidetrack, but, um, yeah, Peter's nodding his head here, so that's good. I must be saying something right. <laughs> Spot on. Um, so yeah, so you've um, you got into yeah, you got good on the downhills, and you'd say that's one of your strengths. Um, and then, so you've what sort of racing have you been doing? How like how does that? Where have you gone since you started really yeah. getting into it? Um, so then, you know, I really started to look at um, some of the different events on the calendar and I um, you 
know, I started doing some of the trail running SA events and uh, the Yumi Go or now Ultra Runners SA events and just just really enjoyed getting out. I was only doing the shorter course um, events, but that was enough for me. And they were sort of, you know, between that sort of eight and 14 kilometer range. You know, there's nothing, people will say, oh, I'm only doing the short course. And I really hate that because yeah. it's a different discipline. You know, you have to pace so differently. You don't get any, there's no, there's no room for taking it easy, you know? Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And, you know, I, I learned, learned an enormous amount and um, you know I went back after doing a season of those and stayed at those distances because absolutely what you're saying is spot on yeah. and I was really enjoying them and um, just just learning about pacing learning about you know the different areas of, um, of technique that um, you know I felt were improving that I felt you know I just didn't know enough about or um, like I've never run with poles I would have no idea um, but one, yeah, but yeah. One, one thing at a time, you know, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm getting this slightly bit shorter. They're complicated. And, yeah, and, yeah, and like, um, uh, so then from there it progressed and, um, you know, everything started to fall into place. I, 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 won, I won a race. And Do you remember which race? Was that one of the trail running SA races? Yeah, or? so um, it was funny actually. The first one technically I won would have been Newland Head last year, but I was actually winning O'Halloran Hill by a mile. Yeah. And they second, third, etc. couldn't actually even see where I was. And then a mountain biker almost took me out right at a key turn. Really? And I went in the wrong direction. Ah. <laughs> and very subsequently easy. lost the race. Oh, that sucks. So and that was a good learning. I thought, okay, so mental many... note, this is character building. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dealing with disappointment, absolutely. And, and like um, O'Halloran Hill, I've spent a fair bit of time down there. I used to do some coaching down there. And... Um, there's a lot of trails going in all different directions and it, you know it's actually it's quite fun to run on but um yeah easy to take a wrong turn very it's, easy. it's probably my favorite course on the the sort of that summer series calendar and it's actually next week so i'm really I know. looking forward to that i i'm excited because i'm going to be back as well and um awesome. so yeah no we'll get to that in a second because you know, i've got i've got a not a bone to pick but yeah i've got the challenge anyway, I will, you were so close to me you were just in front of me at Cleveland. Yeah. Like I had you in my sights. Yeah. I thought if I can keep Peter in my sights <laughs> the whole race, I'll be doing all right. And then of course I rolled my ankle, and that was game over for me. But um, initially I was like, gee, Peter must be having a bad race if he's this close to me. And then I was like, hang on, no, I'm just having a pretty good race. <laughs> well, you, you were having a good race. Yeah. And um, it was interesting because what I've started to do now is learn that. Um, I haven't been pacing terribly well for the longer distance events. Yeah, you've stepped up, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. and so my coach, uh, who I'll get onto uh, in a moment, uh, has me working off uh, power meter. Yeah. And so I was told to go out um, much easier than what I have on that course the last two years, and then ramp yeah. up. Jeez. No, you're right. And uh, you know, I'm starting to starting to learn that yeah I don't need to go out at breakneck speed yeah so to did necessarily you go too fast get there. at the start of Cleveland still no that was good that worked oh. really well so oh, I had okay. a really solid race um, yeah, in the brought, end brought and strong. there were four or five people who overtook me in the the last 10k or sorry no, probably the last sort of 5k yeah in right. the last two years um, and I overtook a number of them this time so it was so starting yeah. to work I think. you were the hunter yeah it's good good, it good. to be um, the um, it's a great course, that Cleveland course, especially when you come back along. And I'm describing it 
mostly for people who don't know Cleveland as well. It's Cleveland. It runs sort of near Cleveland Conservation Park or in Cleveland Conservation Park, and you go you sort of skirt the outsides of the animal, the wildlife park. So you actually get to run past, you know, dingoes and whatnot. If you go, if you're going, if you get a, a chance, you'd look over and see some animals. It's really cool, and it's just a really beautiful course. And um, but that cut return, you got to go up that real steep brick section. There's oh, a yeah. hill. That's a tough one. Like, and um, yeah, just it's a. I reckon it's the most brutal of the courses. You know, in some ways, um, Ben Ben Hawkins, the race director, he always tries to seek out the most unique kind of courses. Like the loop. It's not a loop that you would just automatically find on this Sunday run. No you way. Because it's just, it, it sort of strings together a few really interesting trails, whereas most people will do your chambers loop or maybe tie in something else. But Ben does, like, I'm always surprised. I'm like, how does he come up with this, you know? I guess he's looking for kilometres. <laughs> and there's a cracking downhill technical section in there as well. Yes. Oh, really nice. I enjoy that. I've done, is that after the turn, sort of the turnaround? So sort of you're coming back towards? It's, um... Almost as you're heading to um, that that Crafer's side. Um, just trying to think. So round wine shanty. Is it Bree? Yeah, another one. Yeah. yeah really, really technical. Yeah. Do you enjoy your technical downhills? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Technical is where it's at. For me, You've got to be so. Um, the thing I like about technical, I enjoy it. It's the but, proprioception speed. Yeah. And, just, you and know, you've got to be so dialed in and concentrated. Yeah, like, yeah. There's no. That's and like. I feel like my brain is operating on like a hundred cylinders, you know, like when I'm looking, when you're going down because you want to push hard, it's got to be intuitive, doesn't it? And like, but yeah, and usually I'm kind of like that, but you know, it's amazing. The worst thing about spraining your ankle is you lose a lot of proprioception. And so um, it's not even the the pain so much now. And so, um, and I didn't know that. And apparently there's proprioceptors in your ankle. That, and oh, in your ankles, and um, so it's not just a brain thing. It's, and like proprioception for pe- people that don't understand, like that's like your sort of body awareness, isn't it? So it's really interesting. Um, you mentioned about power meters, and so um, I haven't had as a, even as a coach, or I know about them. I don't know enough about them. I don't. I probably should start utilising them with my runners. Can you just tell us a little bit about power meters? Yep. So um, so I use a stride uh, power meter, and I was put onto that by. Um, uh, my coach, so my coach is uh, Ben Duffus, the Australian mountain running champion. Yeah. So he's not bad. He's. Uh, <laughs> I know last year he was runner-up at UTA 100, and he was again either the year before or oh, another okay. year before that. So he is so um, solid. He's he's solid very runner. solid. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, and that's um, that's been great. And so, so just look on. I'm not someone who is across all the detail. I'd never trained even by heart rate really properly before or, you know, I've just, as I said, I've really enjoyed my, my exercise and my sport as a fun thing. Yeah. Um, and I've, I've competed in some reasonably good, you know, reasonably high level events, but I've not, I've not trained for them like a, a proper athlete, I suppose. And I kind of feel like this is a, a beautiful um, a beautiful marriage of things for me, the trails, because it's just my love of nature and outdoors and getting that that emotional and mental connection to the trails, yeah. which I'm actually mixing with having someone tell me what I need to be doing and focusing on and how to train to get the best out of myself yeah. so that I can actually achieve and quench that competitive thirst and just that 
tap into those endorphins that I like from a really hard, fast run around. It's great, isn't it? Yeah. Um, you know it's actually not endorphins? It's cannabinoid receptors in your brain. So it's the same... Um, yes, yes, as uh, tetrahydrocannabinol. Yeah, so <laughs> and, yeah, it's like, so if you're running along smoking a joint, you know, you're getting double the effect. <laughs> yeah. No, and, not uh, that I think it would be counterproductive though, yeah, and illegal. Um, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's too good. But yeah, so has the power meter helped you um, going back to that? Yeah. Um, so how does it's, that inform your training? Um, look, it's um, it's really almost proven to me about what I was talking about before in terms of not going out too hard because what. Ben has been able to do for me is post-race he will analyse my race and go okay let's break it into it could be thirds or quarters or key climbs or um, also whether it's a you know high gradient flat you know descending whatever the different components might be technically within the race and look at um, sort of you know fatiguing or, um, and, and differences in power output and wattage levels from the start of the race to the end of the race or climb one to climb four um, whether I've maintained um, percentage wise the same power on those different types of terrain the uphill the flat the downhill how I compared to last race yeah. what differences you can see when I do what he told me to do and yeah. stick to this wattage rather than this wattage plus the extra 15 I threw in at the start and then ended up suffering 40 watts at the end of the race. Wow, so he uses it as, a, as like the main metric, does he? Yeah, so I get the breakdown. Yeah. This is what happened. Let's see what happens next time when we do this. At Cleland, I stuck with the plan, lowered my wattage, went out slower yeah. and for me, had a really, really really strong back half and felt good felt really yeah, good. That's, that's, that, tactically that's the best way to be coming home strong you know and so I had to I had to be yeah, yeah I had to be showing the numbers almost but um, yeah. but it also but enables it, it it enables him to take the guesswork out of it um, and you know it, it's it's really amazing like, the, the data you can get from it um, we the data and technology that we have now has really transformed running, and I think it's the, the whole the running boom has has been going continuously for the last couple of years. Like, and I think since um, things like um, Strava popped up and, and like other apps like Runkeeper and that, I used to have a Runkeeper profile. And I used to record before I knew about Strava. I did a heap of runs on there. And then I jumped over to Strava and I'm kind of disappointed because I've got like thousands of kilometers on Runkeeper. That, that don't yeah, count, yeah. You know? But anyway, but um, yeah, and I think the data is, it's fascinating what we can do, you know, like now. You know, so, um, and like I don't, you know, I don't spend hours combing over it. I don't, um, you know, I don't, I don't have to. Um, yeah. But again, as I said, I'm, I said to you before, I feel very, um, very privileged, you know, to have the expertise of someone like that um, yeah. on board um, and doing the thinking for me. But it's, it's almost, it's given me the confidence to just, just trust some fundamental principles anyway. So even if the data were to go away now, I've learned some really, really key, key things. And so if yeah, that's someone really cool. out there is questioning you know whether or not they should be going out as hard as they are or not yeah. you know for me it would be just a, a lesson in 
have a try and so, trust yourself. Because I don't think I trusted myself that I would have a good run if I went out too slow and didn't stay with the faster guys. Yeah. Whereas what I was actually doing all this time was actually making me myself have a slower back half of the races. Yeah. So I now feel like I'm going to start to really progress yeah. in leaps and bounds. And then people will start looking over their shoulder, expecting you to come through in the back half of the race. Hopefully. As, yeah, you know, that's what, I mean, oh, look, it's the best position to be in as, when you're running, is coming home strong, but it's finding that exact um, sweet spot where you can, where you've got mm. nothing left, yeah. and you can, um, yeah. you, you don't want to get to the finish and go, gee, I, I left my run too late, you know, and tactics are a fascinating thing. Like, I always try to do, like, literally, I break the, when I race, I try to break it into the into three quarters, yeah. and um, yeah, I generally will try and make my third quarter yeah. my fastest quarter. And I think and you might you yeah. probably saw at the finish at Urabilla. Yeah. Um, oh mate. That yeah. I finished pretty quick, so I probably left a little bit too much in the tank. Uh, I think you, yeah, no, you was an amazing finish. I'll get there's something I want, that brings up a really good point. But but yeah, your fin so you won the inaugural. 28 kilometre race at Newbilla last year, yeah? Yeah, that's and, right. and it was, um, so it was, we started, when did it start? Just near Norton Summit? No, Woodhill Road or something? Or Yeah, yeah, Woodhill Road, I reckon. Yeah, and so you came, and I remember I was at, I, I didn't run, but I saw you at, um, at Norton Summit powering past, and you looked really strong, and you know, it was early in the race, and then the way you came down onto Foxfield Oval to finish, you just, like a, a beast, you know, you look like, someone was chasing you as in like with a gun <laughs> you, you know like it was an amazing finish you left nothing in, I, I don't whether if you had anything left in the tank I'm pretty sure you left it all in that final 100 meters I did yeah which is great um how did that feel that race that was amazing yeah. um that I, I felt um I was blown away like I felt so so proud on so many levels like for me that was like yeah you know, I've, it all came I, together. I felt like it all yeah. came together, and um, I actually thought, you know, I, there was someone there who I knew had just run City to Bay like three minutes quicker than me, and I know he's a really, really fast runner on the flatter the surfaces. Yeah, yeah, I thought he's got this in the bag, but yeah, you know, I'm just going to really enjoy my race today, and I went, I wasn't feeling great. I thought, well. Look, if I, I might be able to get in the top five here. That'd be fantastic. <laughs> That'd be great. And so we've gone out, and I've I've realised where the technical section is pretty early in the race, and I've just said to him, "Hey, I'm going to go out at about 3:20 pace on the first k. Do you oh, want to yeah. just come with me? And we'll just blow some room, and then then go for it." And he's like, "Yeah, okay." Oh, so really? yeah, we've just gone bang off the start line. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, Surprising. And which. Which goes against what you were just saying before. Correct. <laughs> exactly. And so I probably yeah. learned that that probably wasn't the smartest thing to do. Yeah. But I look back on it and go, wow, that was pretty, that was pretty bold because that was actually the furthest I've ever run. Wow. Um, so it was extremely bold to probably yeah. go out like that. No, but um, did you obviously would have settled down a bit, did we you? We did. And then because yeah. I wanted to get to the technical bit. Yeah. Because it's the most technical Are you, bit. Is that going through Mori Alta? Is that what you're, you're referring to? No, or the bit no. going on the other side of Black Hill there? Yeah. Yeah, I know. And... Um, so that was really good. And then we went smashing through there. We came out of it and he kind of went, wow, that was pretty amazing going out there. And I said, yeah, well, all right, I'm sure I'll probably see you later now. I thought he was yeah. going to just dump me and off he, off he was going to go. And he's like, he he, uh, we got a, we got a few, a few few hundred metres up the hill. And he goes, nah, man, you've, you've got me today. Oh, really? Go, go for it. And I just, like I thought, the, is he playing mind games? Through What's going the talent. On? Um, you never conceive. And, uh, you don't know how bad you're feeling. And so you know? I just thought, oh well, I'll just keep going, I'll just keep having fun, and keep keep going. And 
Yeah. And I was for sure there was someone like 30 seconds behind me over my shoulder, looking over my shoulder for the next yeah. <laughs> 20 k's. Oh, I know, that's an awful feeling, but it's a good feeling. It was as well. good, and I, yeah. and look, I really enjoyed it. Did and you it's feel like, like, so you, you, you ended up keeping it, you won pretty comfortably in the end? Was it, I don't even know what the. By about five minutes. Yeah, that's comfortable. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. Yeah, that you could have afforded a few little walk breaks up the steeper hills. Yeah, and, oh, I did up yeah. Chapman's, or was it Chapman's? Yeah, yeah or Orchard Track. Orchard Track, Orchard track. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, steep. Yeah. Don't worry, everyone And I hadn't been up that yet either, so. Yeah. Uh, I, I interviewed um, uh, John Chenge as well. I don't know if you heard that one, and I um, he's the guy that won I know. The, the long course. I know, because he came uh, up to me afterwards, because yeah. we ran the identical pace. Identical pace? Identical pace for the oh. long course and short course, so he goes, I'll see you next year. Yeah, um, <laughs> No, he's quality, but um, you're both quality, but um, he, he's, amazing. he's a road runner, and he's just he's still learning the ropes, really, of trails, and he admitted that. Phenomenal athlete, though, but he said that, I mean, he... he he, he walked up Orchard, yeah, took him, he said he lost it. And I think he even, he even admitted that he was done at the bottom of Orchard. Like he was ready to pull the pin, but it was only that he was so far in front that they, uh, that he, they were like, just keep going, you've got heaps of time. And so he, uh, he let that, he was lucky, you know? Yeah. I think if there was someone only a, couple, a minute or two behind him, yeah, he yeah. would have just thrown it in. But um, wow. yeah, amazing. He, like, he was amazing. Yeah, but again, you both were. And like, I, just, I, I just thought, the way you finished, it just showed your all heart and soul. You reminded me of a young me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. that's how I used to finish all my races. Oh, I still kind of do. I always like to put in um, a big surge at the end, as you do. But yeah, um, yeah like, um, it reminded me of this book that I've been, list- I've been listening to the audio book. Have you heard or read um, the book Endure? It's by Alex Hutchinson. I haven't, no. I highly, highly recommend it. You'll get a lot out of it, um, and I, I mentioned. I think I mentioned it last week, um, in last week's episode. But it is there's lots of science behind behind it. There's a lot of talk about not just um, running, but also about endurance in general. There talks about like the um, Arctic Explo- the Antarctic explorers and like the, the feats of endurance that those guys had to go through, and but just also about like. Um, the, the brain and how the brain interacts with with the body and, yep. and how it limits us or or, un, or or doesn't limit us you know yep. um, very compelling it's it's the new born to run okay cool you know if that makes sense have yeah, you ever yeah. read born to run I have yeah so it's it's just as compelling as that and like so um, the, um, the there's a really interesting part about it and they talk about what, how is it that runners in a can, can put on a sprint after a, a massive race when for all intents and purposes they're, they're spent, they're dead and it's um, they, they haven't quite figured it out yes you're using different muscle groups you're using your fast twitch muscle fibres but where does that come from you know where does and so there's a lot of look, I, I can't, like I'm still in the midst of the book and so I need to I'm going to buy the hard copy and I'm going to read it and I'm going to underline yeah, whole sections it's, it's just really fascinating and it, it's good because it mentions a lot of st- the actual science and the, st- the studies that they do and um, it, so excuse me I'm, I'm going to research I'm going to follow all these links you know it's really interesting but one of the things that they talked about is um, the central governor and it's, it was proposed by um, Professor Tim Noakes who is like um, he's the author he's an exercise physiologist renowned mm. he wrote the law of running and it's um like 
he's done so much research into running. Really fascinating. You can get the book that he, the, the law of running. It's as thick as the Bible. And um, anyway, but he talked about this thing. The central governor is this part of your brain that basically dictates survival. And it's um, they reckon it's what limits us and stops us from from dying of exhaustion. You know, in in the, in the history of ultra running and stuff, very few people, if any, have died of actual exhaustion. There's some part of the brain. They, this is the argument, and it's and I think the jury's still out. Or oh, there's a lot of there's a lot of debate, you know. But it's really fascinating that the um, this part of the brain it's, it will stop you from from essentially killing yourself, you know, like, no, no, and so I guess we try and condition that, that we can push further and further yeah. to, our, to find out, so it'll, it'll send messages to your muscles that you've got to stop, so you were tired at the end of that race, but then when your brain goes, oh, there's the finish line, there was something okay, else. Okay, you're good to go, off yeah. you go. <laughs> yeah, and like, um, like they did a, a thing with, they got these, um, this study, they got these, I think it was elite rugby players, and they made them, they had to ride as hard as they could on a bike, on a stationary bike for as long as they could until they had absolutely nothing left until they and they would you know some of them made it for 20 minutes like you know absolutely just hammering along and then only a couple of minutes after you know at the end they were like I'm completely dead like laying on the ground dead you know exhausted and um, then they said okay you couldn't generate any more power and then not done and then they go okay jump on and give us five seconds as hard as you can and every single one of them were able to do that and not only were they able to do that but they were able to generate between like two and three times as much power than what they had in that whole 20 minutes before and it's like well you know and I know it is physiologically it's different but they, they think there's something to do with the brain and like so don't I mean people might someone might have a go at me because I'm maybe not explaining it properly, but essentially, like we've got, always got something more, and yep. really weird. Yep. And like you hear the, and there's a, the story about, you know, person got gets pinned under a car, and um, yeah, lifts the car. Someone, someone, someone lifts under the car. The surge yeah. of whatever it is. Well, adrenaline's a big factor, you know. Like, um, and I, I think about like the um, the Breaking Two project that they they did, and I thought it was fascinating. And my biggest criticism of it is, you know, they were trying to make them run even splits the entire way. For 42 kilometers, when every marathon, nearly every marathon in history, it has a, a drift element. You know, everyone slows down in the second half. So why didn't they, you know, bank a second or something per kilometer? Yeah. Um, yeah. And early on. Yeah. And then the last five kilometer or the last kilometer, do something to make their give them an adrenaline spike. Yeah. yeah. You know, like I don't know, get a starter's gun behind them or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And see. <laughs> okay, we're going to release the wild boar. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know. Yeah, exactly. Or, you know, or there's a man with a, there's a crazy man with a gun. Yeah. <laughs> you know, a gun again. That, that'll get you going. You can yeah. run if you need to. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, but anyway, the human, the human body, I, I love thinking about it, the, the limits. You know, what about running, or from just, you know, it's the kind of thing I just, it goes around in my head all the time about what can humans actually do. And um, so, yeah. Yeah, for sure. But um, what you, um, with your running in it, so you're, um, you've just completed, so that was a good run at uh, Bill up, phenomenal run, and then you've been doing the summer trail series this year, and you've been doing quite well at that. You were doing the short course initially, weren't you? Uh, that's right, so I did two seasons of the short course, and then I've um, moved across to the long 
now. After you were a bit, I did head over to um, uh, Mount Stromlo. Oh, in Canberra. The, um, uh, yeah, in Canberra, the 32K yeah. uh, event over there because it was a qualifier for six foot track. Right. Uh, and how, how was that race? That was, that was really good, and that was the one where I was first employing run by power. Yeah, right. Uh, as advised by coach, and uh, I perhaps pushed a little bit too hard too early and then yeah. paid for that in the back end. Right. Um, oh, yeah. So that was a good learning. Yeah. Still a pretty good run, though? Yeah, yeah, really yeah. happy with that. So that was 32K with, yeah. I don't know, about a K vertical, I don't know yeah, right. exactly, can't remember how much. Yeah. Um, but so I did that in like 244 or something. Oh, that's, that's So I was good. happy with that. For, the, for a trail race, um, that's really good. Um, and so you're sort of edging up the distances as you go along, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. And so um, next up, you've got a pretty exciting race. Yes. Yeah, so a legendary I trail race did qualify for six foot track and yep. so that will be my first ever ultra in about four weeks time so you're finally so, tipping over into that yep. territory okay yep. and so how it's 46 k's or 45 45 yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's going to be amazing and then i'm also uh entered into uta 50 this year yes oh hang on so how close are those races so that's in may yeah so and, and when, yeah, well, wow. I've got two months gap. Yep. And then we'll have Cleveland 53 weeks after that. And you're doing Cleveland 50. I am. Oh mate. <laughs> so you don't you don't do things by halves. You're like never done it's an ultra. It's taken me ages and to then, get here, but now we'll see how the body goes. Yeah, we'll, okay. we'll see. And then they're all not easy races. Uh, no. No, like <laughs> Cleveland 50 has probably got about two and a half thousand meters of climbing. And I'm, I imagine the UTA's got a similar amount. Yeah. And, um, and U, U, UTA, I'm just still having nightmares from the first steps from UTA yeah. 22 last year. Yeah, right. Well, this time you'll have um, you'll have an extra 20-odd kilometres in your legs before yep. you even get to those steps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, let's just focus on six-foot track first and uh, see how we go. Yeah. Oh, mate, that's phenomenal. So... How, how do you, um, especially in the coming months, you've got, so you've got all these big races coming up, and because the, the Cleveland 50, it's very exciting, it's the Australian yeah. Trail Running Short Course Championships. That's right, yeah. Short Course Ultra Championships or whatever. Yeah. It's just, it, it seems like an oxymoron. It does, doesn't it? Yeah, Short Course Ultra. <laughs> I read that and people yeah. at work were going, no, mm. no, that's, <laughs> that can't be right. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it is, it's weird, isn't it? It's so funny. Yeah, no, it's, um, and so yeah, so you're um, how are you going dealing with recovery? What's your coach's approach to recovering between? Because I'm a huge advocate for my runners getting adequate recovery. You know, like yeah. so how do you do it? Um, look, that's a good question um, because I run five days a week. Yep. But I also do taekwondo. I have strength and conditioning and I see a PT once a week as well. Excellent. Doing gym work. So I've been doing all over strength work for just over two years and that has also been integral in the improvement, focusing on uh, particularly single leg exercises, compound exercises and the building of the strength has been critical. Single leg exercises are so valuable because when you run, you spend all of your time on one leg. Yeah, Yeah, it's phenomenal. And um, no, I've, I've been working with the PT lately as well. It's, it's, it's great for that. And it's and been good rehab for my ankle. So I suppose in terms of the recovery side, um, we had been scheduling in um, 
probably two easy runs a week. Um, and my long run is not done at high intensity generally. Good. Um, but now the easy runs have kind of tapered off a bit in terms of there's no flat just joggering around the block for 8Ks anymore. There's easy run might be easy 12 kilometres with trying. half a kilometre vertical. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you've got to do it at an easier pace. But an easy pace, yeah. yeah. And so when I do no, them easy, good. so I did... That fits in with how I would, um, as you get closer to a race, you do, you have to... You're going for what we call specificity. Yeah. You, know? you want yeah. to constantly have a lot of specific running to reflect what you're actually going to be doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so I've just started hitting up a Giant's Cave at Morelta a bit up in the prep for the stairs. Oh, good yeah. idea. Yeah, that's... I never thought about those stairs. They're actually pretty decent yeah. after a number of reps. But yeah, does it get busy? Of an after, or when do you go? Oh, do you go early? Early, early. Yeah. Nah. Uh, good. No, I might have to hit that. Um, I've got a... Uh, someone I'm coaching is doing the um, doing the 50 as well, and oh, so brilliant. she I'll have to throw get send her to those um, stairs. But um, you can go on those stair machines as well. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I've done yeah. that once before. They're, they're they're good, and it's the same with treadmills. The only thing you don't have though, you don't have the added battle of gravity, yep. and you know, and that, that's everything. That battle against gravity is. You know, I always say to people, you're not running up a hill, you're just fighting gravity. Mm. You know, it, it's just flat ground that fights you against, pushes you up against gravity. Um, and you think, I try, yeah, sort of make it more scientific. And um, yeah, the more hills you do, the better you get at them. But I mean, I, I'm a huge believer in, oh, I don't know, like flat running is actually, I think there's a lot of merit in flat running as well. Yeah. For, um, you know, a lot of races have more flat than people realise. You know, Why not? Do I do? He does get me to do intervals on flat yeah. courses, and um, I actually raced a five thousand metres on track not long ago, and I'll probably yeah. be doing another one. Yeah. Well. Did you enjoy that? So I did. Yeah. Um, there was a little bit of an issue though when I was one lap out. Oh. <laughs> so I did like a four point six k across the line and went, oh, oh well, too bad. I'm not going back out there to another. You're done. Oh wow. Yeah. Um, but no, that was really good, and so I enjoy, enjoy going fast as well. Yeah, oh, it's, it's good. It's, there's merits in it. And I think it's for all that variety. With trails, Yeah. <coughs> doing a bit of everything, you know, like, um, so yeah, so you've got, um, so what, out of the next couple of races, what's the, what, have you got like a main focus? Which one's the one that you want to do well in the most? Obviously you want to do well in all of them, mm. but have you got one that's really... Um, look, probably UTA 50. Because it's a big It's a race. big race. And like yeah. UTA 22 is just mind-blowing and a new experience. And, yeah. You know, 7,000 odd runners. Yeah. Just amazing. And What's the finish like? Pretty exciting? Amazing. Like, yeah. It was just, it was so full on. My, my longest race before UTA 22 last year had been a 14 kilometer um, at, I don't know, whether it was either O'Halloran or, or somewhere. So that had been my longest race. Then I stepped up to the 22 with the further stairs in it. It's a brutal 22. And it was tough yeah. as, and it was really funny. I'm not ashamed to say, across the finish line, one of the physios actually, who helps uh, look after me from uh, Physio Pilates Proactive here, um, yeah, right. had 
come up to me after I crossed the finish line and just went well done and gave me a hug and I burst into tears. Wow. <laughs> so that told me what it meant and what I'd given. And You're all heart and soul. <laughs> it's, it's great. No, I'm a bit the same. I get emotional and, um, yeah. at the end of a race and why not? You, you, put, you literally have to put everything into it and you know sometimes you have to dig into that emotional place to get to get a bit more out of yourself yeah and you i'm know? i really struggled up further yeah I just i really struggled i wasn't ready for that so i'm interested to see how i'm going to go this year but i'm going to be ready i think you'll be much better prepared and yeah. you know what in those kinds of situations you've got to remind yourself everyone struggles yeah. you know and it's just like so the guy in front of you he's struggling the guy yeah. behind you he's struggling that's right but it's just enjoy it for what it is yeah just yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it is it's a mental game you've got to play with yourself and um but don't be too hard on yourself but, and but just love the fact we're all out there doing it oh yeah we're all out there together doing it it's brilliant um and at least now you know what you've got coming up you know those right. stairs that's it's right. not like they're not going to be a shock to the system yeah just you know, keep a little bit in the bank and so i won't be going anywhere near as fast down kadumba pass as i did last year this yeah. time around yeah but you may have more in in the tank so you know um so yeah and then you're doing um so after that is the cleveland 50. That's right. yeah. yeah and do you have any hopes for that race um i think i, that think that, I don't know look I, I don't know how my body's going to respond um i mean i, I need to get through six foot track first and just see yeah. how i go there and obviously i want to i want to finish it yeah and, and it's 45k and it's a pretty brutal like section two is almost 20k straight of hard uphill um and then it flattens off to just uphill um for another 10 so it's, it's, it looks pretty brutal so i need to just wait and see how the body pulls up i think yeah but, uh, but cleland is just going to be loving the home trails and hoping that lots of people come over from interstate it'd be nice to see lots of different people out there yeah and, maybe get a couple of pros in yeah that'd yeah, be awesome it's good it's bad and good at the same yeah, time you know yeah. you, you don't want that's just more competition but that's okay it's great to see like the real phenomenal athletes yeah, rock up to the local absolutely, races absolutely. a few years ago when they had um at urabilla and dave byrne turned up yeah he did urabilla in um four hours or under four and a half hours course record on the old course which will never get broken now that they've changed the course but yeah, like yeah. so fast and a few about a few months later 10 of the best runners in south australia got together and did a relay and they tried to beat dave burns course record uh, and i think they ended up beating it so you know like this is some really far they all did five k's each and absolutely sprinted and they only just beat his course record. Far out. Yeah. That's incredible, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> ten guys. That's nuts. It's like the strength of ten men. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. I love it. So, um, did you, you're, um, you're fueling and you, I know you, you, you take, you drink infinite and, um, you're, you're a sponsored athlete by them? That's right, yeah. Yeah. Um, Look, it was just all part of the serendipity that was uh, 2018 for me. I um, had been going into um, BKT Trail and seeing Beck and Keith and the crew in there for a bit and been trying a few different um, fuels. Um, and coming from a triathlon background, obviously I've, I've dealt with that side of things before. Yeah. Um, but I, um, you know, I was trying a few things and then I stumbled across the um, Infinite Nocturne, which is like a nighttime protein and it's got tryptophan in it as well, which yep. is... Um, what does that do again? Does that help um, you sleep? Yeah. 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 And uh, 
So it's like turkey's got it as well. And, you know, of so course. there's a few things that have got tryptophan that just, just yeah. help sort of chill you out a bit. And um, the, and the proteins are specifically, you know, formulated to be a nice release through the night. And I just found it really yeah. worked for me. Like, yeah. really worked for me. And um, I saw back on the trails, it was the first time I'd ever been out for a night run with my head torch on. Yeah. Um, well, it was early morning, early enough to be dark. And I wasn't yeah. normally doing that. So I'm showing my newbiness. Now. Yeah. Um, it's fine. And, you're, you're, um, you're short. You're, you're, you always get it done over, like, short and sharp. You yeah, know? yeah. Intense. And, and, and so yeah. I had this head torch on, heading down chambers. And... Uh, I saw him, so I was like, oh, hey, Beck, how you going? Um, oh, thank you so much for putting me onto the nocturne. It is yeah. the bomb. And she just laughed and said, that's really funny because uh, I spoke to the, um, uh, the uh, infinite people um, yeah. from uh, Brisbane yesterday. Yeah. They're about to put a call out for athletes. You might want to keep an eye out for that. Yeah, um, right. And um, so, yeah, I sort of was on to where I'd see all the information about that, put in an application and uh, managed to get on board with, with Infinite midway through last year. That's great, yeah. And um, look, I'm a, yeah, as you probably know, I'm an affiliate as well with my coaching business and so um, they've helped helped me out a little bit, but only very recently, more even more recently. But um, I should, the only reason I would even do that is because they're a great, a great business and it's a great product. It actually helps. And I think I like, it sounds like an advertisement, which Sammy is, because yeah. I really do think that it it's so good because you can customise it, yeah. and like, which is the best thing about it. Absolutely. And so you go, and they, and, and if you're not sure how to customise it, you just ring them or message them, and they'll, they'll help you out what and to it's, do. And you can dial it in on the website. It's all yeah. with like sliders and stuff. It's yeah, once you get, really easy. Once so you I've get got, the hang of it, hey? So I've got my Speedy Bice and my Bice's Blend and oh, nice. um, all this kind of stuff. But um, I also just love their, the ethics and the, the heart and soul they've got. Yeah, um, Jason uh, Cheshire is, and Rach. And, and you know, Rach. They're, they're, they're so uh, friendly. And like, they, um, yeah, J- Jason, he'll, he'll talk and talk and talk. You ring him up and he's just... It's like, oh, I've got heaps to do, but he just likes to talk to people too. Which I, think I was going to say, we'll business. still have a 20 minute chat, yeah. even though he's busy. He's like, oh, I'm yeah. busy, but you know, and then he goes, I need to get someone to help me out. And he's like, well, just get off the phone. You know? <laughs> they are so lovely. It's, yeah. yeah, good product. And um, I, and so you obviously use them for yeah, so, so I use I use repair for protein recovery immediately after a hard session. Yep. Nocturne more generally at night time after, um, you know, lots of other types of sessions. And then I've got, um, you know, a range of different, both customised and some of the premix stuff as well. I use a bit of a bit of a range and specifically uh, formulated for like going far. So there's yeah. go far for going like beyond the three hour mark, which yeah. I now start to tap into because obviously they've got the different electrolyte it's, carbohydrate mixes. And it can get tricky because you do you go because it's the go far's got a little bit of protein in it, doesn't mm. it? And yeah. should, usually I would always be stay stay away from protein, but I guess it, it's just a small enough amount that yeah. you're not going to um, overdo it because yeah. your body has more takes longer for your body to process protein. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So probably really looking for that that long distance yeah. side of stuff. So right. that's awesome. No. Um, yeah. No. Get on. Get on to infinite. If you're not, if you're in the ultra scene or even just the long run, you know, longer run scene. It's, it's, I think I'm still yet to see anything that is as good. You know. In, in, oh, so. And and for me, it was just I had I've used things that have been really effective performance-wise before. Yeah. Or they've really tasted good. 
Yeah, yeah. So when I found this stuff that, that you know, tasted really good and mixed well, and then I went, wow, this really performs well. And again, yeah, obviously it's going to, it sounds like I'm, um, you know, just, just glowing about them because I'm an athlete, but, but I only became an athlete because they knew I was glowing about them. <laughs> and the thing is, though, it's, and the further you run, as you know, fueling becomes more and more important. Like if you're doing a 10K race, you've got to, you're probably not going to drink much or have much to eat. But um, the, the longer you go, it becomes an increasingly more important thing. So, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so we are, um, oh, hang on. Before we go, it's time for the Fast Five. You know the, you know the drill? I do. Five questions, flat out. You're, you're fast. Now, it's not 4.6 kilometres. It's, it's <laughs> I five. do the last lap. <laughs> there you go. So, question one. If you could go for a run with any celebrity, living or dying, who would it be? And they do not have to be a runner. It would have to be Sasha Baron Cohen. Um, because I love humour, I love to laugh. He's a funny and I'm, man. I'm a pretty dark and not always politically correct kind of guy. Awesome. Would you do it? Would you like to go with him or one of his characters? Go with Borat? Possibly. Yeah, gee, I could, I could incriminate myself whichever way I go here. No. Possibly, um, I think Ali G. Ali G, yeah. Nice, no, the original. Yeah, no, good one. Okay, question two. Five years from now, I want to be... So finish the sentence. Loving the trails just as much as I do now and seeing that love translate into my kids, all those around me. Awesome. Beautiful. Question three. What's your favourite type of workout or, or session? This is a tough one because it's all so new to me, actually doing yeah. structured training, but I'm loving the hard heels reps. So I'm doing, um, doing some pretty hard reps up Kensington Road Lookout at the moment, which I'm really enjoying and loving thrashing myself on. But then I'm also starting to really love going long because I'm realising that I actually can. Yeah. Awesome. No. Good job. And uh, question four, your favourite post-race drink? Um, well, after I've had my, obviously, my infinite repair, which of goes course. out saying chocolate, yep. um, <laughs> it's going to be coffee. Coffee, coffee. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, obviously, you know, I should, I should I need to clarify that question. So it's not just like the sports drinks. But we, I like, you know, some people like to have a beer. Or, uh, or champagne. Yeah, yeah, look, you know, yeah. I can be partial to that. Too. Yeah, depends <laughs> on the race. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, question five. So it's the debate. Which side of the debate? Headphones or no headphones when you run? Um, probably eighty percent of the time with headphones on. Yep. Um, and but if I'm outside and I and I know there's water running or there's lots of animals around or the time of the day when there's just more natural noise, you know, yeah. then I'll then I'll go without them. Oh. Um, but otherwise, yeah, I've got them in a lot of the time. I've never heard that response. That's interesting. Um, that's good. Um, and what do you listen to? That's a bonus question. Um, yeah, look, some pretty pretty fast BPM. You know, some of it's pretty old school, doof doof. You know, um, oh, cool. some dance club sort of anthem but stuff. You're talking like early '90s. Pretty much, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> showing, look, showing our ages. I there. am. I am. <laughs> but yeah, a whole range of things. Um, depending yeah. on the mood, and if I'm going along, then 
there'll be a range of stuff. There might be some some Radiohead or some oh cool. You know, could be some Screaming Trees, and then there could be some Dido. There's a bit of bit of everything. But but uh, but the Doof Doof uh, is, it. is, a, is yeah. a staple. I love the 180 playlist on Spotify. I use that a fair bit. Yeah, but yeah. I also go for some podcasts here and there. But no, awesome. Thank you, Pete. That's really good. And um, good luck with your upcoming races. And I'm sure I'll see you. Hopefully, I'll see you next weekend. Um, if I can, I'd like to be able to stay on my two feet at O'Halloran Hill. And then, yeah, good luck with the campaign over the next couple of months. Awesome. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. And thanks again for being a, a key catalyst in kicking off my, uh, you know, my real trail journeys. So. My, my pleasure. So make sure when you uh, win Ultra Runner of the Year, <laughs> you, uh, you put me in your acceptance speech. <laughs> oh, that would be wonderful. But, uh, yeah, I don't think yeah. that's going to be happening. But, no, yeah, you never know. You. Never, never know. Cheers, buddy. Nice one. Cheers, mate. Hey guys, so that's the uh, end of this episode of the Trail Runners Experience. Hope you enjoyed my chat with Peter Bice. Um, quite an inspirational man, but I'm st- I'm yet to meet an inspirational person on this podcast. So, uh, but Pete is definitely a um, incredible runner too. All right, I look forward to seeing how he goes in the future. Um, before we finish up, I just wanted to do my very quick mental health check. Um, how are you today? Are you feeling okay? I feel okay, better than yesterday, but um, one of the things I did to keep me healthy, uh, my brain healthy today was to go for a run. This being the trail runner's experience, that um, is not surprising, um, but if you actually look on the, I was looking around on the Beyond Blue website, and I found a section on uh, how to uh, stay well, they have a whole segment section on keeping yourself well, and one of, them is, uh, one of the tips that they give you is to keep active which has sort of worked out beautifully for uh, runners. And, you know, just there's actual research to, to say that um, keeping active, like running or walking, can help lift your mood through improved fitness and the release of natural chemicals in the brain, which Peter and I actually talked about during the episode. Um, it can help improve your sleeping patterns um, and it increases your energy levels over the long term or, and even in the short term. Uh, and it also can help block negative thoughts and maybe distract from people or daily worries, you know. Um, and it can also help people feel less alone if you exercise with others. There are so many trail running groups, road running groups, uh, park run, they're everywhere now. There's like, there's no excuse to get out, to not get out and get a bit active. And sometimes we just want to be active on our own and that's cool too. So that's this week's mental health check. So get out there and get active. Okay, so again, hope you enjoyed the episode and I look forward to seeing you next week so you can listen to me. See ya.